Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, it's football at 5 on a Friday. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. Civil War Steve Austin for another <laughs> hour with us. <laughs> Can you please come back next week so we just keep on calling you Silverware Steve Austin? Came up big with the Silverware, man. I know. I mean, I come in like every I now mean, and then to bother Justin. You can just call me when I see you. I'm indebted. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Justin, the man Coos. Yeah. He oh, is like getting official? married like right now. Just give him a call. Should we? Give him a call. Let's go. Let's can go. You get you want to see if his phone picks up? We'll try. Let's, Let's try. Let's try. Really? What the heck? Dude, he's getting married right now. You going to call him during if the wedding? If he has his phone on, then he's a moron. Well... No, I'm kidding. Um, all right, man, give him a call. Yeah, all right. This is Brent's idea, though, everybody. You heard it here. Brent told him to do it. Brent's the boss. Looking I try to be now. the voice of reason. All right, we'll see if it comes through or not. Um, Wait, are we going to call from the, obviously the studio line, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Civil War Steve Austin's working on it. Okay. <laughs> so, by the way, he's getting married. How nervous are you, were you when you got married? Come on, oh. be honest. You're six six two forty five. You fight for a living. You played in the trenches. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but you were nervous. No, you were I sweating. Wasn't. No, I wasn't. What was the you, sweat you, level? You, did you want to see a cool picture? So this was me an hour before the wedding, before we got our, our clothes on. We're we're shotgunning Miller lights outside, right by <laughs> where, right by where the venue was. So I was probably realistically. Hopefully my wife's not listening. I was probably about five Miller lights deep when <laughs> when the ceremony started. So I wasn't nervous at all. That's good. I was feeling good, man. Uh, Were you nervous? Heck yeah, man. I was like, really? Twelve. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Brent's parents drove him to his own wedding because <laughs> he didn't have his license yet. You, you, you actually nervous though? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember being nervous. Bows. What, what, what are you nervous about, man? It's gonna be crazy, all right. We didn't do our own vows, by the way. We whatever we were supposed to really phoning it in, huh? <laughs> really phoning it in, huh? Yeah, that wasn't like a thing as much as it could have been. It could have been a thing. Could have been. I mean, again, I, I feel like you write scripts out all the time. At age twelve, I could hardly write. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I I remember this gonna this is a this might surprise you a little bit, but I don't like being in front of all those people up like that were well, there in the in yeah. the church. Well, for, for, for that circumstance. Like it was more no, I agree that. with that. Like, I didn't love, like, all these eyes on well, me. Well, it's all about you. Like, yeah. like it's, it's cool to have your day, but, like, you don't... Yeah, I get what you're saying, because we share the same brain here. Yeah, and so that... Made me uncomfortable. Yeah, a little uh, more than anything. Like big uh, wedding. Like uh, yeah, pretty good size wedding. Okay, so yeah. And so a, like, hope my fly's not down. Yeah. Right. Uh, did somebody write something on the bottom of my shoes? Like <laughs> sure. all those kind of stories. Sure, sure, sure. And thankfully, I was so young that I probably didn't even know half the stories that could have existed or happened. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, had yeah. all the college <laughs> baseball team there. Yep. Right. Yep. Steph had the college volleyball team there. Yeah. I mean, you never knew what those clowns were gonna do. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it was it was less nervous about like getting married, I think. Okay. And more nervous about it's okay, the, the, how's this going to turn into the a disaster? I got you. See, like I think we had, we had we had a tiny wedding, and like the um, the official was a really good friend of mine who who wasn't like super religious at all. So like it was in and out. So it, it, as far as like the pomp and circumstance, it wasn't much to be had there. I think it was like a 15 minute ceremony total, maybe 20 minutes and a very small, small wedding. So it, we had a blast. I was excited for it. I wasn't nervous. That's cool. All yeah. right. Now I will say this, the, um, 
Reception? Yeah. Still fun. Now, you got to say when your kids are bored and that's like the best moment of your life, like you yeah. got to say that. Oh, you, yeah. Like yeah. you have to. Like, yeah. And it really was a really cool moment, like yeah. from a moment standpoint. Mm-hmm. But the best day mm-hmm. was the reception. Okay. Because, like, I always say this, like, if you could go, but now there's too many people, though. Yeah. That you know, like, I, I would, I feel for folks that get married a little bit later on. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of benefits to that. But the, the one downside is, like, who do you invite and all this stuff? Like, we, you had family, we had the baseball team, we had the, you had our friends, but we didn't feel like we had met people like now, like if we got married now yeah. and we wanted to have like a bigger wedding, we'd have met people in Jacksonville and in Albany and Rhode Island and mm-hmm. in Louisiana and be like, okay, who do we invite, right? Yeah. All these people. Yeah. Um, we still had a decent amount of people. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I always say this, I was like, it's the only time in your life you have this collection of everybody that you really like, just like or love this. or yep. or that means something to you yes. all in one place. Yep. And it does you can't duplicate that. Now, no, you have I, a lot of people you don't even know because yeah. like Steph's side, she had people I didn't even know them. Yeah. But every just about everybody that means something to you yep. in that place. And for that reason I still think it's like the greatest day ever and yeah. it won't be duplicated. No, that, this is exactly the conversation that I had with my wife when I was going you know, because we we're going over goals for the wedding. And I wanted to keep but super small, um, only, you know, like some of my best friends, obviously family was there too, but it was probably a wedding of about 75, 80. And it was a really great group of people. But I remember I told them like, listen, like this is supposed to be our day. And like, when can I say the next time that we're all going to be together, you know, drinking some basic beverages, having, you know, a merry time, because usually how it works is you see each other and it's under bad circumstances, right? It's like a funeral having for bed or something like that. And then that night, that's feels the like, next time. It exactly. <laughs> and that's depressing, man. Yes. So I'm like, all right, so let's go out with a bang. Let's have a great time. So yeah, that's what, that's what we did. I mean, we didn't even have catering. We had a taco truck. So that was cool. So anybody you want to get a burrito, just go look at a burrito, zero like seating. And then we just, you that's know, cool. we, we had the kegs and everything. We had a band and, and it, like, to me, it was an awesome time too. I'm not sure if you encountered it. Well, probably not because you're 12 when you got married but like it was one of the very first times that i ever drank with my mom like because it's like i don't know the, and without i yeah. love my mom to death but there's like there's something that's awkward and not cool with like drinking with a parent at, at least my mom and my stepdad on the other hand oh yeah bison oh we we can throw back beers all day they call them bison for a reason <laughs> skiing snowboarding we're in it but like my mom like it was it's just always been so weird to drink with my mom that was the first time where i had a couple beers with my mom and we actually had a good time and i wasn't embarrassed by yeah it. that's funny because that's she cool. starts dancing and stuff yeah that's bad. but i think that's fun for those kind of reasons so yeah. Now, Kuz, by the way, the reason why we're talking about this, yes. just got, I think he just got married. I think it's like yeah. just happened. Well, I, I didn't see, answer his phone. I see it on Twitter. He didn't answer his phone, but it rang, which is all, like that's points down. Why is your phone on? Yeah, instead of going right to voice, uh, it's on silent. It's okay. um, but, yeah. but but I saw he kind of check if the Sixers win. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> well, I'm sure they did. They're doing pretty well. Check. So, Doggy coin. Did you see? <laughs> did you see? 39 minutes ago, we tweeted, I'm getting married in 30 minutes. You see this? I did see that. Yeah. That's actually what reminded me that he's getting married. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then people are calling him Cuse. C U S E. They're saying, go get him Cuse. Orange fans. Can't can't even explain your name right, dude. (laughs) Oh, well. Um, well, congratulations. That's pretty congratulations. Cool. But it's yeah. a little bit different for them too. They, they they're not have. They're, they're just signing papers. They're it's signing papers. Contract. It's, it's, you, yes. you, you're essentially it's a buying a home. Day. Yeah, you're essentially <laughs> buying a home together. Like it's, yeah. it's the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then they'll they're just going on vacation. Yeah. Starting yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and then they'll buy a home, go on vacation. They'll have to pass through us. Yes. In labor around Labor Day. Yes. When they yep. have everybody. Yep. That'll be the moment. 
So now, are, are we have we established? We you know, haven't figured. I'm probably gonna go. Okay. All right. Yeah, are we gonna cover? I mean, somebody will go. <laughs> I have to represent the entire ESPN 690 <laughs> brand on behalf of everybody. Congratulations. Listen, if the American football season, it's tough. We'll have to see. It's on a Friday, though. I know. It's but high school, high school I know high school football. I know you guys in your high we'll school see. football. Okay. <laughs> you guys in your high school, you guys in your high school football. <laughs> I get what you guys do. I got it. I got it. All right. Hey, speaking of, I'm glad you said that. I got a, a little bit of a, a quick rant. Okay. Uh, about last night, Creekside beat Ponte Vedra and Boys Lacrosse. Okay. Okay. Nine to eight. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, Ponte Vedra had beaten Creekside nine to eight. Yes. So very good teams. Yeah. And I'm less familiar. Like right now, I'm kind of all in on the, the high school stuff, right? The baseball and softball world. Sure. And I, I'm learning about like it's, everybody has different playoff systems. Mm-hmm. District champ goes to the state playoff. Runner up in baseball and softball also goes. Well, apparently, like in, in lacrosse, okay. just the district champ goes to the state playoffs. So there's like your districts, which uh-huh. is local. Yeah. And then one of those teams goes to the state playoffs and has a chance to win. Damn. How, how many so, districts are there in Florida, would you say? Uh, there are four regions and uh, 16 teams in each region. So I think there's like, okay, so there's I don't still, know, you there, get. But, but it's a lot of teams, though. Yeah, and but, then I mean, each classification. I okay. mean, it's really okay. a lot of it, – it can. Okay. and again, not everybody plays lacrosse, so it's probably a little smaller field. And gotcha. that's that. there's probably a good reason for this. But this happens in other sports, too, and it's actually – the reason why I think the football playoff system in high school has changed at times because one year, like a zero and ten team or a one and ten team was like the runner up mm-hmm. and went to the playoffs at one and ten. Meanwhile, some seven and three state ranked team finished third because they had a bunch of good teams and they didn't even get to go to the playoffs. Dang. Right? Yeah. So it's not a perfect system. Understood. Mm-hmm. But Panavidra is like nationally ranked. Nationally ranked, Creekside's very good. Yeah. And because they play right here together, and yeah. they're both really good, yeah. the loser doesn't get to go compete for a state title. No, I, some, when I was doing Uber a couple years ago, somebody had a son that played in the Ponte Vida lacrosse team. And they're like, break up. So, like, yeah, one of my sons plays in Ponte Vida lacrosse. I'm like... Oh, cool. Like, I'm like, yeah. what, what does that mean? But he's like, like legit. Yeah, but, but it, it's like, like a big deal. He was stu- telling me was about stunned. like, I didn't, I lacrosse is the real deal. Like Creekside, has, I'm not in the lacrosse scene a sure. lot, but I know some folks in it, and Creekside has a good lacrosse program, but I didn't think like they could compete the way they've been competing with Ponte Vedra. Yeah. And Pon- that's how good Ponte Vedra is. Yes. But the bottom line is Ponte Vedra might be the best team in the state. They seriously might be. They're one of the mm-hmm. best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. They lost uh, to a good Creekside team, mm-hmm. who also might be the best team in the state. We'll yeah. see. But they don't even make the playoffs. They don't even make the state playoffs because they lost in their district. It just doesn't seem right. Like, the, And I, it's a very hard system to get right. I don't have an answer, and I hate complaining about stuff if I don't have an answer. Sure. But it just doesn't seem right. So uh, it's been a great run for Ponte Vedra. I feel bad for them, though. Um, great win for Creekside, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel bad. Be- and also, like, in the state play, when you play in a tournament most of the time, that's kind of the beauty of March Madness, right? You could lose in your conference tournament, but it's not like that loser went home. Uh, now, yeah, and sometimes it does. Like, say you get the A-Sun. Say UNF's, like, really good and they're undefeated, but they get beat in the A-Sun tournament championship yeah, they're, game. They're, well, then they're probably not no, going. There's no at-large bid. Yeah, I and got you. you. Feel bad. So it does happen in sports. But if Duke is the best team in the country, they lose in the ACC championship game. They're still going and have a chance to win it all. I just feel like if you're one of the best teams that play that sport, how can you not even be in the tournament? There's got to be a way to get you in the tournament or a system that gets you in the tournament. Did Ponte Vedra play them before, like in the regular season? 
They did. They beat him nine to eight. It was really oh, close. Oh, so it was a close game as well. Okay, so nine they, to eight both times. Been, so these have been competitive battles. Then. Super. So good. it wasn't like you know Pine Valley just had a, an off night where they didn't play well. I mean, Creekside is obviously pretty good as well. Very good. Right? Okay, yeah. so gotcha. both teams are good. Like Creekside might go on and win it. Sure. Um, but it felt like that district title game maybe should have been a state championship game. Who you tell? That's crazy. Uh, we have uh, Rick Riles on the line here on a Friday. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. Get ready for the show in the morning. Got a little weather here tonight. Rick, hope you're doing well. Doing very well, Brent. Doing very well. I should have learned my lesson. I know that every time we have a north wind that it lasts longer and blows harder than what they thought. And sure enough, today I was headed offshore, but got up this morning and flowing 17 knots up at the data buoy and got about a three- to four-foot sea. So that kept me home. But, Brent, I got to tell you, I had a much better night before my wedding than, than either one of you guys did. Oh. I mean, you guys are you guys are dull in comparison. <laughs> Where did you go? What did so you my, do? Well, don't so, tell me everything. So my, best words. Man and I, my best man and I, right, we decide that I could really use some extra money for the honeymoon. So we go trout fishing that night, all night, the night before my wedding. We catch 132 trout. And then I realized that it's Sunday morning and none of the markets are open early and I can't sell the darn things. And they're in the back of my truck and I got to go to my wedding, right? Well, fortunately, the good news is, is that we got them unloaded from the truck and into the fish house in time for me to make my wedding. The bad news is, Brent, I never got to clean out the back of my truck. Oh, <laughs> no way. The, the, the whole honeymoon, I'm like, I don't know what that smell is, babe. I swear, I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is that straight out of, like, grumpy old men? Is there a scene that, that, that Absolutely, yeah, references yeah. for Take grumpy old men. Guts. He takes the, the fish guts and puts them, puts them in the uh, radiator, I believe, <laughs> or something like in the, in the car. Oh, nasty, yep. man. Oh, they were, they were and, and, and I have, I don't know anything about slipping uh, bait fish under other, into other guys' trucks or um, yeah. into the consoles of their boats yeah, or uh, any of that stuff. So I've, I've never witnessed personally of course but if i did i would put it in the book that they keep their gps numbers in because they never look there <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tip everybody hope oh, you listen man. to that it's not even we're past I've, april I've, fool's day i've never done that but if i was going to do it that's what i'd do uh rick riles but uh, anyway fishing today yeah fishing what you got it's very good uh the jody lynn too is in she had a real good trip today they had um uh, 16 tuna they had a pair of mahis and a 30-inch wahoo, so they had a good day. They're a much bigger boat than most of us, so they can they can handle a little bit rougher seas. Inshore, I, I hate to break this news to you, but the plumes are gone. You oh. missed your chance. That's um, it? I'll, I'll, I'll try and get you a batch next time. But, um, they're gone, and the redfish are back on the feed. David Borey's a nine-pound legal redfish yesterday, and, and for most of you know, the redfish have to between 18 and 27 inches, and this one barely made it inside of 27 inches, but nine pounds is a big one. Congratulations to him. And he had several reds to go with him. So looks like tomorrow is going to be a little bit rainy, but with very little wind and almost no wind on Sunday. My prediction is there's going to be some wet fishermen this weekend, but they're going to catch a lot of fish. Uh, that's right. awesome. Good stuff. Good luck to everybody out on the water. Florida Sportsman Fishing Report with Rick Riles. Have a great weekend, man. Have a good show in the morning. Thank you, Brent. You got it, uh, Rick Riles. Check him out tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., right here on ESPN 690. Each and every day, the Florida Sportsman Fishing Report with Rick on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 at 5.15. That's pretty good.
pre-wedding story. That is a good that's wedding crazy. story. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me. Of, that's a the second grumpy old man. We had ice fishing. Yeah, and now that story. Yeah, in the last two weeks. It's a good movie, and it's fun to go ice fishing. Establish uh, both those things. I was going to ask Rick. I have to ask him this. Uh, maybe next week. But it felt like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. people said like an overcast day was a great day to go fishing. I wonder if that was kind of like a, um, a tall tale. Or if that was reality. Oh, no, I think that's probably reality. Now, don't quote me on that, but, like, I have a friend who's, like, a sponsored musky fish, fisherman, and he, I'm going to probably butcher this, but there's, like, the majors and the minors. And, like, the majors are, like, depending um, where the sun, like, rises, like, what time, the okay. weather to it, if it's cloudy, like, the, the, those are all majors. And then minors are, like, the wind and stuff like that. So I think what you're saying makes sense. Yeah, we'll confirm that. With but, Mike. hey, I, I don't have a fishing podcast, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we're we're going to leave it to Captain uh, Rick. Rick Riles can yeah. handle that instead. Hey, it's uh, 5 o'clock on a Friday. You're probably deep into happy hour horn time. Time, but let's hit it anyway. Taste the islands and every drop of Vida de Luis tequila. 100% blue agave from tequila, Mexico. Good vibes. VitaDeLuis.com, check it out, where you can get a bottle of Reposado and Yeho Blanco Vita de Louis. Just go to VitaDeLuis.com. Taste of the islands in every drop. Locally owned tequila right here in Jacksonville Beach. VitaDeLuis.com. It's the question being asked all over social media. If you could pick one athlete injury-free for their career, who would it be? Yeah. And a lot of people love the Grant Hill Yep, I've seen answer. Grant Hill. I've seen Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's a great one. Um, to me, Ken Griffey Jr. sticks out a little bit, right? But honestly, and you can go so many directions with this question, and I've marinated on this one, and and I've sat and I've thought about it for a while. And to me, like this is an opportunity to get someone who never had their fair share, like who never, never had like you know their fair shake, um, at stardom. And to me, there's only one obvious answer here, and no, I've not, I've yet to see one person mention this guy's name yet, Greg Oden. Ah, very good call. What could because he have been? We never have got no a chance. Never got a chance. Dude, never got a chance. Had all the even in college, you know, there was some injury concern, but um, he had all the hype around him and everything. Drafted number one overall, and we never found out what he could have been. Of course, around here now, we'll say Trevor Lawrence to say injury free for your entire career. But <laughs> true, this is obviously true. a past question. True, true. I really have a hard time. I, I, I'm trying to come up with an answer that's unique. That's a good answer. Uh, I don't know if I would be like, oh, I, I really wish I saw Greg Oden play, but your point is right just, on. Like, what would like, he have been? I just feel bad for the guy. Yeah, mostly Obviously. that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't know how you get past Bo Jackson yeah. and like what he could have been. Like, That's if, true. In the world of maximizing potential, mm-hmm. we got robbed of seeing mm-hmm. maybe the finest athlete of all time. We just yeah. we can't characterize it like that. Yeah. We can guess that it was like that. But Over he seriously might have been yeah. – the best athlete ever to live, like ever yeah. to walk on this planet. Like mm-hmm. he really might be. And we just don't know. Yeah. So we would all love to find that out. True. Um, the, but the list is long, I think, here. Grant Hill is a, is a great one. It seemed, you, another one that you almost felt bad for. Now, he had some awesome moments well, and, and awesome seasons. And it's amazing for as many injuries as, as he had, he still played forever, it seemed like. It, he did. That's yeah. what I mean. So he had these things, but it yeah. felt like he was always hurt. I'll give you another one, like for the basketball world, we'll say, is Derek Rose. <sighs> 
good one. Like, how That's good would Derrick Rose have been? I mean, he was good. He's been good with all the injuries. That's a great point. You know? Yeah. Um, kind yeah. of a forgotten career. Yeah. Might have been a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, there's, listen, the sports yeah. sports world's littered with it. Yeah. I can't get by uh, Bo Jackson, especially, and I mm-hmm. think that's a popular answer, so I'm not really um, yeah. uh, going out on a limb on that one. If you got some answers, though, it's a popular question on social media. It's a good question. It's kind of a it fun is. one. Uh, speaking of basketball, Dwayne Wade, part owner. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get to a place where at some point more than half the ownership groups have former players involved? Should we go half season something, bro? <laughs> you know, what are you thinking? I, I don't know. What do you want to come is, up is, with is there something? some little league team that needs some jerseys that we can buy them? The Peruvian we, we word. We can sponsor somebody. Catching <laughs> something or other. Let's get it. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. This is an email. Why is WWE wrestling not being shown on Friday night? Austin Lane. Thank you very much. Read it right now. Read it right now. This could I be just did. Why oh, is WWE? That's, that's it. I mean, that's it? why I thought, I don't know. I mean, Roman's yeah. only five. I don't know how many sentences he can make. Yeah, Smart some, kid. Somebody but. might have proofread it for him. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Trevor Lawrence telling Sports Illustrated, among other things, that he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. And his father saying... It isn't Super Bowl or nothing for him. He he doesn't live and die for it. And as we've broached the topic on Get Up, a few different interesting perspectives have been raised. Trevor Lawrence was honest. This is how a lot of people think. And I think altogether very often we think of football players as people for whom that's what they are. But you also have to consider for yourself the way the world is changing. And with the generational wealth that players get as quickly as they do in sports today, which a generation or two ago was not on the list of options, are we going to see a lot more football players walk away younger? Well, it's a question that was asked. That's Mike Greenberg, by the way, from uh, ESPN. Listen to him every day on ESPN 690. And that's a question that started to be asked when you had the San Francisco guys, uh, was it Borland, and other, yep. there was like this right in a row. It was guys that had been in the league even a year or two, or and they were like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute here. What's going on? I, I remember those topics being like, hey, people are going to retire like soon. Mm-hmm. Greenberg's asking it in the sense of money and wealth, and you've got enough. And th- that makes sense, too. I mean, what? when's enough enough? Listen, I'm asking, why are you still doing this, Tom Brady? Like, I ask it every year. I ask it about the coaches. Why? Again, I'm 43. I'm not 65, 60. Maybe uh, someday I'll be asking, Brent, why are you coming back to do this radio show another year? Like, <laughs> you can up retire. With all the time. What are you thinking? What are you doing to yourself? I like, got gotcha. you. Maybe I'll ask that question. But as a 43-year-old guy, I'm like, okay, you got money in the bank. Yeah. You got a family. You've done enough. Mm-hmm. What more do you need? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I ask those questions anyway to begin with. Now, could we ask that question at year eight? Of some of these players because of the money they make? Do we ask it at year 12? Do we ask it? Like, listen, LeBron James, the, I could ask that same question. The answer is is simple. He's hanging around for his kid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like an open book. It's obvious. Right? Yes, yes. And by the way, he still is chasing legacy. Like, Brady's past the legacy point. Like, there's, he's just adding to the legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron's still chasing legacy to some degree. So there's that element as well, uh, even at his age. It brings us to this conversation, which I, I think this is fascinating. We are see, we've seen Derek Jeter. We've seen Michael Jordan. Uh, we have seen uh, Alex Rodriguez just do this. Now we see Dwayne Wade be mm-hmm. a part of an – now, it doesn't own the team outright by himself, 
right? But he's part of an ownership group. These guys have collected so much money in their playing career that it's like, I'm not going to just go buy a Smoothie King franchise here in St. John's County. <laughs> no, I'm going to own a team yeah. because I've got that kind of money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they've already bought all the cars. They bought the big house. They bought the boat. They've been on every vacation, all this stuff. And next is, eh, what the heck? Let's own a team. <laughs> you know? I mean, or, or part of the team. Yeah, yeah. Is Are we going to get to a point, because of the massive amount of money that these players have made in some sports, that this is pretty commonplace, that a law, a, some, yeah, name the percentage, 40%, 50%, I don't know where it sits, mm-hmm. but a vast amount of teams that exist in our sports world will be owned in some way, shape, or form by a former athlete. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good bet to make. And listen, I'm not Dwayne Wade, right? I'm not Alex Rodriguez, so I don't know how these guys operate. Because I don't think this is, I mean, I think if you have enough money to buy a sports franchise, that's a good investment, right? Because I feel like, at least for most sports, they're only going up, right? So so you're going to get a return on that investment um, eventually. But like, I don't think this the move is money driven. So then you have to ask yourself, like, what what is behind the move? Do you just do you miss the locker room atmosphere and do you miss like that brotherhood? Well, you're not playing in the game, right? Like you're you're in the you're in the front office upper management position. So it's not the same as just being a player and being cool with everybody. Like you're the boss. So like that's a different um, kind of criteria as well. So like, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I do think it's going to go in that direction, Brent. I just wonder, like, what do they – I guess I think to me it's the competition part, right, where it's like you can say, okay, I can't go on the court and play anymore, and that's fine if you're Dwayne Wade, but I can put these pieces in place to let them try to be successful and win. And in doing so, like, that fills the void of competition. Like, to me, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm not knocking it either. I think it would be a cool thing. No, I mean, give me something to do. Give me something to own – Right now, like even 1% of, yeah. I've said, like, hey, if I could afford uh, 1% of something, I think it would be really cool to say I own this. Yeah. Like, or own a part of it. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. Uh, you know, I, mean, I, I seriously would say, I've looked, my buddies up in uh, Albany, they've mm-hmm. done it before. Uh, and I loved covering the horse racing so much. Well, you can, like, own a horse. Mm-hmm. You can be part of a group that owns a horse and be like, Hey, I own part of that horse and it's running today. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. And it doesn't, by the way, have to be like a million dollar horse, is my point. No, like, you can exciting, throw though. a few bucks down on it. Yep. And, and be a part of it. Probably a little more than a few bucks. But, um, <laughs> but you get my point. Mm-hmm. So I think there is something enticing about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like owning something or being a part of something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think about it around here Miles Jack, Tim Tebow, Reggie Hayward. They all are in now on the Jacksonville Iceman. Yep. Uh, you go to. Patrick Mahomes owns part of the Kansas City Royals, mm-hmm. like a major league baseball team. Yeah. And he plays next door to the place. <laughs> Still, he's 25. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I mean, like, what are we – I asked the question, if you're a former player playing in this modern era where you made a good amount of money and made a big impact most likely because of it, are you more likely to be in the next 10 or 20 years part owner of a franchise – the GM, like John Elway, uh, John Lynch, uh, you name it, yeah, uh, which we've seen in the NBA a bunch, a bunch of former NBA guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or a head coach. Like, are you more I, yeah, likely yeah, to be yeah, owner? Yeah. GM, think about that. Well, you're going to tell me he's probably coach right away. Be like, bam, coach. Well, that's, oh, I don't know though. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. So, to me, I'm going to say coach 
just because to me being a coach of a team more than being a GM or being an owner, it gives you the most access to probably scratching that itch of missing the game, right? Like regardless if you're an owner, well, I think owners are different, right? But like, for instance, with Dwayne Wade, I'm sure Dwayne Wade misses playing basketball. Him going, you know, being a part owner is going to help him scratch that itch of missing basketball, right? Because now he's around it again. He's dealing with the players, all that stuff. It scratches the itch. I think no bigger position outside of playing scratches that itch as in coaching. Because you're in the locker room, you're on the guys, you're you're establishing the culture. Um, it's essentially your life. To me, coaching is probably the, the biggest one. Yeah. and Now, listen. It's the most natural one. It's probably the most but rewarding the one, too. Rewarding but hard one, too. Of course. It's because most time. you're most time consumed. Are you a good communicator? Mm-hmm. Good players don't make good coaches. That's not an automatic. Correct. Uh, now we've seen that. We know that. That's that's proven. Yes. Uh, good players don't auto- always make good GMs. Yes. Uh, I think that's the hardest one, to be honest with you. Every player, mm-hmm. every player will tell you they could be a GM. <laughs> every player. <laughs> I'm not lying. No, like, we I, talk to a lot of players. I, I, see, I see the mock drafts. All right? I see them <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. I, I know. Every player, uh, my favorite, like, Mojo's like, convinced he can be a GM. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and, and he might be. Maybe yeah. he can't. Yeah. But well, I'm just you, telling you, you that mentality. about Tony Baselli. Uh, People I wanted him to be a, another guy yeah. that, that thinks he could be. A, and, and I'm not saying that they're wrong, that they can't mm-hmm. be. But I'm just telling you, I think the mindset of a player is, I could build a team better than you're building a team, and I know what a team takes to build. Yeah. I just don't think it's as I think it's the hardest one to be successful at. Um, I I really do. I I don't. I just I think it's hard. And by the way, look at Elway. I mean, Lynch has had somewhat success. But look at Elway. Elway, who's one of the great quarterbacks, makes (laughs) the bold moves of free agency. They win a Super Bowl. They put this team together with Peyton Manning. Kind of falls in their lap a little bit. But, hey, they made the pitch. They got him. They changed things around, all around Manning. So they go to a Super Bowl. Then they win a Super Bowl. And he's done nothing since he can't get the quarterback right. But here's the thing, too. You just said it, Brent. You're talking about John Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for my generation, can't get the quarterback decision right. You think if anybody could select the right quarterback and make him fit the system, it would be a former quarterback, John Elway, and he can't do that. Yeah. So it goes to show you just how hard it is to evaluate the talent and get the right talent in your building. But I do think ownership's interesting. There might not be a bigger gap between athlete and another position in the building than the owner. Yeah. Correct. Let's, let's be fully honest. Up until more recently... Owners are primarily white men. Yes. Okay, well, over the last however many years, I don't know the numbers of all the sports, but I would say predominantly the athletes are not white men. Mm -hmm. From international players to African-American players to there might, and and now our world has said there's a barrier at times in in that respect anyway. And we have countless examples of it. But you're also talking about, take that side away. You're talking about billionaire businessmen. Mm-hmm. Winning sports is a business, but being a successful businessman doesn't make you win sports. Good point. Big difference. Huge difference. I don't think there's a bigger gap in our traditional owner in sports than the actual athlete. There's a closer gap between the coach and the athlete, mm-hmm. probably even the GM who understands the athlete maybe a little bit better. And then, uh, and again, some owners do. This great. Just overall, I don't think – I just think they're totally different. I yeah. mean, uh, so they live in different worlds, different ends of the stratosphere. So what I wonder is you might find yourself having the most success 
being Dwayne Wade, being Alex Rodriguez, being Derek Jeter, who, by the way, I think is doing a decent job down in Miami. Not bad. Reshuffled that whole thing. Uh, being Michael Jordan, who, by the way, hasn't done a great job, really, yeah. overall yeah. there. Uh, so I do think maybe the former athlete being part owner, influence in the ownership group, might be a highly successful thing, a more relatable thing, and an easier of the three being GM and coach, because GM and coach take a lot of luck as well. Easier for sure. Rewarding, absolutely. And, you know, in terms of a success-fail rate, you might have the highest success rate at the owner position. And you actually you made up a great point where you said, you know, these are business people. Right now, take take the race out of it, but these are a certain type of people, successful businessmen, right? Well, in most businesses, if you have that kind of savviness, you can go in and say, okay, the analytics say this, we got to do this, we got to cut this, we got to add this, yada yada yada, and we're gonna make money off it. Yes. Okay. With sports, though, it's different. With sports, it's a lot more culture, and there's a lot more variables. Now, yeah, like. With football, if you buy a team, odds are if you sell it, you're going to get a return on your investment. But what I'm talking about, if you want to be super successful, which is what? Winning a Super Bowl, there's a lot more to it than just analytics, than just crunching the numbers and, and, and you know, hiring this person. or, or finding, There's a lot more to it than that. And that's where I think, like you were saying, that players experience a little more can help you out. Maybe. I'll, I'll add one more thing. Mm-hmm. Most people that own a sports franchise made their money some 30, 25, 20 years ago. At, yeah. at the minimum, maybe yeah. even more farther back than that. Yep. The world has changed. The Correct. sports world has changed. What you did to make your billions then doesn't necessarily translate to making success now. And so having some influence of current players who have made their fortune in the last 15 mm-hmm. years might be a good helper. Who are more up to date with the modern athlete as well. Modern athlete, yes. but even the modern business way. Social True. media, all these other True. things things that go into play. So I think yeah. it's fascinating. I think we're going to see a lot of it. I don't know the percentages, but I think we're going to see a lot of it. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick, courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. Coming up in 13 days, no purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash Meet the pick. We'll be back. Give me one thing for the weekend. It's coming up next. Come on, rain. Supposed to get rain Saturday and Sunday. I didn't think we were supposed to get rain today. And this thing comes off the golf, comes across the state, and wipes out Kaylee's softball game. So now I'm mad. You know, I plan around these softball and baseball games. I know you do. When it get rained out, this is your life. I used like a. like a day today on yeah. TV land to not have to do the sports, and now we might get rained out. That's like a he's, he's that sick, messes yeah. things up. It does. Can, I, can you get a, can you, can you get the day back? <laughs> no, it's well, over. I think Ty's game's still on. Their field their field uh, drains so well. Okay. I think better than the softball field does. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, and um, yeah. so it's on for now. But I mean, the rain does, the radar does not look good. I thought it was supposed to rain Saturday and Sunday quite a bit, and here it comes. So. Um, I got one other issue coming up in just a couple of weeks, potentially. Let's get it. Hope so. Okay. Last week's, next week's the last week of the regular season around here in high school, like oh. baseball and softball. Mm-hmm. And let's say you have districts mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's no guarantee. You got to get, but it's basically uh, where Tyler and Kaylee's teams are ranked. They'll play a semifinal and a final, mm-hmm. but you got to win the semifinal to get to the final. So if they win the semifinal, 
Well, you ought to, you, you play in the final, but you automatically go to the state tournament. That's the way it works. I was just saying that about Ponte Vedra, about yep. lacrosse. Like, it doesn't happen that way in lacrosse. Just, just the winner goes. Well, if they make it past the semifinal, no guarantee. Yep. A lot of good teams out there. Uh, their district championship game looks like it's going to be on draft night. Ooh, Welcome to my life. Ooh, Brent. Welcome to my life. Can That's you, the way it goes. Can you get it changed? No, I can can't. You, can you and pull I can't the power go. of Brent Martineau? And, Trevor uh, takes precedent over yeah. Ty and Kaylee, essentially, is what happens well, here. That dude better give you an interview. Then, <laughs> I, say, man. I just want to let you know, Trevor Lawrence takes precedent. Do you, do, do you want me to go record? I'll probably pay somebody to record the game, okay. yes. Do, do you want me but to do the, Here's the other problem. Yeah. Everybody that I would pay will be working that night. Do you want me to take your job <laughs> for the draft? Actually, I don't want to go to the uh, Yeah. I mean, no, I, I will uh, be at the draft. Okay. Okay. Guaranteed. So, okay. Yes. I will not be and there. I'm sorry. But in I, Clemson or at the stadium? No, I'll be at the stadium. All right. Cool. Cool. Stay, Stay local, man. See, we, we appreciate local. that. Hey, yes. we appreciate that. We might have to get you on the TV coverage a little bit. Yeah, it's all, all right. How about man. back to the wall that says it all? It's been a long time. It's all right, man. It's all good. No, if you want to. <laughs> whatever. If you want to give me my face out there, whatever, man. If you, get, if you, you can hold the gun to my head, I might do it. Sure, why not? <laughs> no, but the truth be told, I do miss like the real that wall that says it all. Because remember, this last year, we had to do it in this studio because of COVID-19. So it's been a while since me and the wall have been acquainted. Yeah, absolutely it has. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get back to that. And plus, we missed out on the Super Bowl stuff, too. I haven't done stuff for you guys in a while. You know, it's weird. It's like... Like Stewart's going to the draft, mm-hmm. but I haven't been on the road for like we went on that road trip. But like, and, well, you've you've been on the road a lot, sir, but not the, like road. When's the last time you've flown? Oh, me. I mean, like I would fly like a bunch every year. I'm talking, you know, whether it's going home or not. I'm saying just business wise, from the draft to yeah. the Super Bowl to the combine to eight road trips for the Jags. I mean, we're flying all the time. I don't remember the last time I've been in a plane. Like, it's over a year, well over a year. For me, I think it's close to a year now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I went to Colorado. Went to oh, Colorado. Colorado, yeah, yeah. And that was almost a year ago, which is crazy. Man, time flies. I mean, I know no I haven't intended. been. Now, some of that was, like, even last year with the Super Bowl was in Miami, so we didn't have to fly to the Super Bowl. That was convenient. But um, well, San, strange not to go San on. San Fran this year? San Fran. No, L.A. Oh, oh same, same thing. You guys have fun with that one. <laughs> That's a bummer. Man, you got coming out? I mean, I guess I'll pay my way out. That's fine. I'm sure plane tickets aren't that expensive. We'll figure it out. Is there a place to put me up? Yeah, we crash wherever. Cool. Ah, I'm I'm down then. Yeah, man, because it's California. Man. Maybe get into an ESPN party once time or something. Maybe me and Brett, you know what I'm saying? Let's go play some darts at the ESPN party. (laughs) Yes. Let's go. Uh, Give me one thing. Yeah. How about the rest? WWE canned some people and hired some people. Is this your one thing? No, nah, but I figured I'd tee you up for it. <laughs> well, I was going to do the Jake Paul Logan, or the Jake well, Paul. You can do both. You, well, I've stolen many and give me one things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so the WWE, you know, they're, they're making, and this is an it's, it's an annual thing, right? They, they make their cuts and everything. So but, they do um, that annual, seriously? Yeah, yeah, it's seriously like an annual Do they trim thing. their, and do they recruit new players? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So so they bring people up to minors. <laughs> wrestlers, <laughs> same thing, athletes, <laughs> superstars, <laughs> superstars. But um, there's a, the, and I'm sure you're surprised because you brought it up, I mean, they released Samoa Joe, who was a commentator and a wrestler on his own right, and um, that that was kind of the shocking one for everybody. I wonder if Tony Contex look at Samoa Joe, um, you know, kind of a star on the scene, um, didn't just didn't get used right, I feel like, with Vince McMahon and, and that other show over there. So did so, they have a falling out, or was he making too much money? Like, why would he go? 
it's a great question. Um, I don't think there's a really a clear cut answer because, like I said, I mean, he wasn't wrestling because he's come off an injury, but he was doing commentary. He was fantastic commentary. And here's the thing too with what uh, Raw Monday nights are doing. They have, they have a ba- I forgot the guy's name. They have a baseball announcer doing wrestling now for for the for the play by play. Is it Adnan? Uh, yeah, I think. Yep. You're, 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 Kirk. You're, yep. Is Kirk a last yeah. name? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's calling wrestling, and it's kind of weird. Is I'll it be weird? Honest. I saw yeah. that he got hired. And it's something against him, but he doesn't understand. Yeah, like, you got to get used to it a stuff, little bit, I guess. So, but you go ahead, and then I'll mention. You know, no, you go ahead. Well, the, 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 well, I don't have well, one. I don't care. There's a celebrity boxing match going on this weekend. Yeah, I thought you were going to give him Stream the time it, of day. I, well, I gave him two seconds at the end of the Friday, Brent. Stream it illegally if you want to. <laughs> any, any big UFC going on? There, this there's a UFC fight. Uh, we're a week Robert away from Whitaker. the big one here. We have, we have Robert Whitaker and uh, taking on Kelvin Gastelum. That's a big one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're a week away from. By the way. You're, yeah, I saw another promo for Jorge Masvidal and Kamar Usman. Guess who's in the background on his well, cell phone I, recording? Yes. Yeah. I'm back. I know. Yeah, you, you are back. back in the promotional video, and it drives me absolutely bonkers. We'll talk to Dana White, I think, next week. Maybe yeah. he'll hire me. <laughs> Part of the promotional team. Let's get it. Hey, uh, Civil War Steve Austin, nice job this weekend. Yeah, man, man fantastic job. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. I Love took the cap. Here. We're going to miss you. Congratulations to Nicole and Coos on their... Vows <laughs> on signing the contract. We, think, we yeah. think it happened. Signing the contract. And uh, don't forget to check out our uh, Athlete of the Week poll and a Dream 18 card on ESPN 690. Big congratulations to Reagan Lee, our Honda the Avenues ESPN 690 Athlete of the Week from this past week, West Nassau High School softball player. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on TV, CBS 47, Fox 30. Back at it on Monday here on ESPN 690.